family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. I'm talking with Phyllis Fisher today, and I just have so much respect and admiration for Phyllis. She was my teacher just a couple weeks ago. I went through hypnobirthing training and had the great honor to be one of her students. Phyllis is a certified consulting hypnotist. She is herself a hypnobirthing childbirth educator, and more than that, she is also a hypnobirthing international faculty member. So she has the know-how and the qualifications to teach this, and she was also has earned a number of other trainings and certifications because of, I feel as it sounds like almost a lifelong interest and passion for. Tell, tell us about how you got started. In. Good afternoon, Emily. It's great to be here with you. I, I started as a young woman, really. I was uh, interested in being, being a mother. <laughs> and I followed that call much like you did. I mean, I thought, you know, this is, this is so interesting. I, I'm going to follow this call. And this call was very deep for me. So, um, my journey began as a young woman starting a family, and my husband and I didn't take very long to be busy with four children. My, my childbirth experience was really more intuitive and instinctual because in the, in the 1970s and 80s, when I was uh, birthing my children, there wasn't you know, the online presence. There wasn't people talking on the internet. There wasn't films that you could go see and, and, think, and childbirth classes. So instinctively I found the book childbirth without fear as, as your mother yeah, did, yeah. you know, and I started reading that and I thought, wow, I get this. <laughs> this is great. And it really introduced to me what I already felt inside, which was that birth was magnificent and that we were created to do this for the purpose of procreation and to do the work of our creator. And I, I felt so blessed and honored and that I, that I just followed that sort of instinctive understanding. And what I ended up doing was having four amazing births. I mean, they were, they were births that were what is meant for every woman. It wasn't just for me. It was for men, for all of us. And it was because I wasn't afraid. I remember my first birth, my birth in a hospital, and uh, uh, the, the nurse kept saying, don't you want drugs? And don't you want this? And I go, leave me alone. I can do this. <laughs> you know? And so she looked at me like, what? You know, and I was like 20 years old, you know? So it was like, well, okay. So um, I, I continue with that. I, my, all my labors were short and sweet and, and uh, eventful in a emotional and in a, 
connection way, but not in a pain or discomfort way. And then as I realized, uh, the, the learning curve of birthing is just that you keep going and eventually you realize you can do this all by yourself, you know, that you don't really need, it's not a medical event at all. This is a life event. And so why not enjoy it? <laughs> it's like going on vacation. So I started using positive expectancy and aura of what, what if with positive things, you know. And uh, then my last two births were at home unassisted and my my husband and children were there and my daughter who was my first would always announce it's a boy it's a boy so we had three boys after her and she kept thinking oh we'll have a girl eventually but it was all boys and it was just one of those down-to-earth experiences just just the way we connect body mind and spirit in the sense where all the things that need to be connected are connected and you get it. Well, when you are awake and aware, when you give birth, it gives you an insight that you can't explain because it's not definable. And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like you, you, you understand why you're willing to go through what everybody says is not a pleasant experience because they're, they, don't, they don't know what they're talking about. And you know that you wanted to walk that walk so that you could find out for yourself. And that courage and that, that part of you that is walking into the unknown and discovers the known through your experience is like, you know, it's like a heavenly experience. What, what I found was that it helped me be the parent I needed to be. It helped me to be a mother I needed to be so that I had the strength and I had the fortitude and I had the wisdom that was needed to be able to raise children. And I had to go through that experience to understand that. Mm -hmm. And most people don't under, understand that part of it. They think they could take shortcuts and then they'll be fine. You know, they'll, it'll just all work out. But you can't take shortcuts in life because it shows up in a different way. And then you have to face it again and again in other ways. So I looked at it as something I didn't need to be afraid of. And it, it the long and the short was there was no fear there. So um, I continued um, really, we lived a rural life and I raised all my children in the country. And so I was around a lot of things that were giving birth, whether it was cows or puppies like being born or kitty cats or goats or different things. And, you know, you see this as everyday life, the, the, these mammals are prepared to do whatever they need to do. And then before you know it, that little one, is also up and aware and is ready to take on the next step, which is breathing. And then the next step is feeling really good about themselves so they can find their, their food. And we're mammals too. I mean, we're designed in a very similar way in the sense where we're prepared. We would not be here today after thousands and thousands of years if we weren't. And we have to bring that trust back into our lives and in, into our daily day-to-day day -day experience for us to realize this because it's not a complicated situation. It's really bringing back inside of ourselves who we are. And so what I, I pretty much lived that life. I mean, we were out, I was attending births back then. We didn't call it doula. We said we were going to sit with my sisters or my 
my, my neighbors because they needed someone to sit with them while they were birthing. And so I was very blessed to be at many, many different births that women who were taking back their power as women during the 70s and 80s and weren't following the real, really the, the, the modern, you know, uh, uh, paradigm that so many people followed. And um, then in, um, in a, it was around 2006, um, there was a group of younger women in my area and they asked me if I would like to be in their doula group. And uh, I said, oh yeah, actually, I would surely like to. And, and so um, I started sitting with women that were much younger than I was and they weren't having the experience that I had and or that I was familiar with. And I thought to myself, what's gone wrong? Why aren't they? Why are they so frightened? Why are they so upset? Why are they feeling so much pain? And so I thought, I asked them a few questions and so forth, and I found they weren't prepared. They had done nothing for preparation. The only preparation they might have had was um, really to talk about pain, <laughs> you know, and to talk about, you know, the things that were these horrible stories that they had been hearing. And so I thought, well, they need to be prepared, you know. So what did I do? I followed my roots. My roots was... Grantly Dick Reed and Childbirth Without Fear. So I looked for someone that was using that method and I found hypnobirthing. Well, hypnobirthing and our founder, Marie Monhan, was alive at the time and very vibrant. And so I took her class. And so I found out how she integrated her professional hypnosis experience with uh, relaxation and how she developed a program. And this program was. Uh, five units, which would be five classes that are two and a half hours. And our parents uh, come to these classes and they become acquainted with how the mind works and how to use specific techniques like breathing techniques that are prepared for uh, their, their pregnancy, their birth, their, uh, their labor, their birth, and parenting. And so uh, I thought, well, this is a great, this is a great uh, comprehensive course because this program has everything that a parent needs. It's for mommy, it's for daddy, and it's for baby. I mean, the baby's included in our hypnobirthing program, and then it's for them now, right? And it's for them during their labor, their birth, and afterwards. So the skills that they're all learning are things if they, if they become acquainted and practice these things as if these things are theirs, not that it's outside of them, it's just for a moment, but it becomes something they integrate, then they start using these things and they go to these things as tools and techniques that help them in day-to-day -day life. Well, so in 06, I started to teach hypnobirthing and offered uh, the blessing that I had received from hypnobirthing to expecting parents. And I, I mean, it's so amazing because as a doula, we are really offering continuous care and we are addressing the emotional needs, not the medical needs of, uh, of the parents, but the emotional and the well-being of the, of the um, 
individuals and it's for mommy, daddy, and baby. So I'm the doula there for continuous care. And oftentimes when I'm on, on this wonderful journey with parents, I'm really the only one there with mom and baby because the, the, the midwife comes and goes. The, the OBs definitely are, are usually not there until the last minute. And the nurses in the hospitals, they have more than one client or patient that they're working with. And if we're birthing at home, um, you know, the father goes to sleep. The, the one that we were had, we had a birth not too long ago where the woman had uh, her sister, her mother, and her husband there. The midwife was there with her assistant and myself. And I was the only one there with her and the baby the whole time. It was, you know, they, everyone else was coming and going. So it was, it's a way for me to really support a hypnobirthing family in, in complete training from the beginning of their uh, classroom experience. Then they begin to integrate the things that they're learning into their life and then the continuous care through birth and uh, postpartumly. So what we what we have here is a program that is integrating body mind and spirit it isn't something that separates the two it actually blends the 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 all the three together so that there's it it is uh simulated as one and really truly that's how we are we don't step you know we don't wake up as our body and then a couple hours later wake up as our as our emotional self, we're integrated. So absolutely, absolutely. We, you know, that's, that's optimal functioning is mind and body working together. Yes. Right. And then we have the issue of, of um, awareness about that. And with our busy, hectic lives, uh, you know, people rush off to, to do things and forget that there's things that they're leaving out. And, this is a way to bring a, a, a mindfulness into your day-to-day -day practice and awareness so that there's a uh, there's this integration and you realize that if you're not using your mind in the way that it's designed to be used that you're le leaving out tools and aspects of yourself that could be very helpful and useful so in hypnobirthing what we're doing is we're integrating the the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, as well as other parts of our mind as well, because this is what happens in life. But we're also helping our parents understand how it works. So uh, an example of that would be that we are using the mind when our parents are sleeping, for instance. And as hypnotists, we know that we can put on audio files in the evening and they can listen to them because the subconscious doesn't sleep and the subconscious will hear the audio file as it's going on and the the conscious mind could go to sleep and rest it won't bother the the your um need to go to sleep because the conscious mind can absorb the things that are in the audio file well we're the only childbirth program that does that so we're actually using the subconscious to restructure the truth about birth. We're giving our moms and our, our parents the, 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 the ability to get correct information about birth so that they can uh, release and let go of the 
incorrect information about who they are as women and as parents, as, as birthers, as people who are going to give birth. So then the, the suggestions are layered in in a positive way so that they start understanding that birth it can be calm, it can be peaceful, it can be a, a, a completely relaxed experience. And then when we see the official films, as you did, Emily, you see these women smiling through labor. You see them with, yeah. you know, isn't that wonderful? Oh, yeah. It is, it is. And just and, the you joy, know. you know. <laughs> And that's what I wanted to see because that's the way I was when I was birthing with my children. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that, that almost, a, I just remember thinking it's almost a out of this world kind of experience. I almost felt like you were going to another sphere to get your child and bringing him back. Yeah, but it is, it is a very choice and beautiful. And, you know, the start of a new life, welcoming a new member in your family, what could be more memorable and wonderful than that? So it's so profound. And it, at that moment, be there with that, not somewhere else. Yeah. So when we're in a state of fear, we create hormones that are inappropriate for that experience. Mm -hmm. Whereas when we are in that experience where we are, uh, producing hormones that elevate our experience to this place of total joy, then the hormones we're creating are appropriate for that experience. And what we want to do is to create those kind of hormones. That's why the women in our in our films are smiling and laughing and welcoming their baby and calling their baby to them and and falling in love, the couples are falling in love with each other. And the father is falling in love with the new wife, the new wife that is the mother. She's becoming a mother. So he can fall in love with a part of her that's new. And then he can fall in love with that new child that is a part of him. We want that. That's what we are encouraging. So that strength and that wisdom is there so they can continue in a profoundly helpful relationship for that child and it's all just about chemistry it comes down to a lot of it it's just being in your body and being okay with what's going on the event we call birth and allowing that that those hormones to develop in the cocktail that's needed that uh, Michelle Dent who is a a well-known OB in in France calls them a love cocktail or love hormones it's the same cocktail that we created when we fell in love it's no different yeah you yeah. know and of course where are we now we're in the next step after falling in love we're having a family we want to continue that same cocktail and be yes. able to manifest the same enjoyment through the through life that bonding. so that we can yeah. yes yes and how wonderful is that that is it comes down to really learning how our, our parasympathetic part of our nervous system works. It wants this. It is designed to accept this. So we just have to get out of the way. So when we are in fight and flight and we're frightened and we're, we don't, we, we're in survival mode because of many of the conditions that are created in our world and in our life and in our thoughts, then 
all that's doing is telling us that we're going to make uh, hormones that are uh, for fight and flight. That's, that's telling us there's nothing right or wrong with that. It's simply a, a communication. If we do not want that, then we, we simply move ourselves out of fight and flight and into what we call the healing room so that we can experience that which is appropriate for birth. And so we learn all kinds of wonderful breathing techniques. Oh, yes. We learn about the laws of the mind. We learn how to bring awareness to our moment-to-moment -moment experience so that we choose our experiences. And with those sorts of things, we begin to realize in our pregnancy so that we're prepared for labor and birth that uh, this is possible. And not only is it possible, we do it. Well, and, I, and there were so many concepts that you know, apply. I think anyone, everyone would benefit from calm breathing just learning and, and staying in the healing room instead of living in the emergency room. But I, as I went through this course that you taught, I could see this is the great, best foundation for this new family. They can take these principles, they can apply them as they raise that child, just in every aspect of life. Absolutely. And because we're, we're creative individuals, this information has the foundational quality of being able to work for anybody because it's the truth. It's the truth of who we are and how we operate. It's not the truth because I've made it up or because some association or, or organization made it up. It's the truth because it's always been the truth. And um, our breathing connects us with life. We yes. know that. Fortunately, we, yeah. Fortunately, when we wake up in the morning, we're breathing. We don't have to turn on the on switch because if we did, I don't know how much we'd mess that up, but you know, human beings, but we wake up, we're breathing. We go to sleep, we're breathing. But if we noticed our breath throughout the day, just our breath would signify and help us to know where we're at and what hormones we're, we're creating. Just being aware of your breath, just, just bringing mindfulness to how you're breathing. Are you breathing calmly? A longer out breath? Well, if you are, if you're breathing in slowly through your nose and slowly out through your nose and the long breath, the uh, exhalation or uh, out breath is longer, it's simply communicating to your nervous system that you're safe. You couldn't breathe like that if you weren't safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, 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 breath is connecting us with life. I mean, you can go through many different uh, uh, spiritual foundations and you'll always find the golden thread about breath. And then uh, if we notice our breath and it's erratic, if it's stopped, if it's um, something that is irregular, then we immediately know something's going on. What are we thinking? We're thinking about things that are, are upsetting us or we're seeing something that we're thinking about that's upsetting us. So that's the law of psychophysical response. All that's happening is we have a thought, that thought is translated into a body's response and the body simply responds to our thought. Well, once you know that, then you start to orchestrate your life in a different way because we're in charge of our own thoughts. No one, can take our happy day away from us except us. So if we wake up in the in, uh, every morning and say, this is my happy day, then we will go through that day 
with that sense that it's my happy day and I'm culturing a happy day. So everything that happens, it's bringing happiness to oh, me. That is so powerful. And if something comes, yeah, it, it, if something comes to us that doesn't feel like happy, we can ask the question, do I need to deal with this now or can I put it off till later? Or is it something that I'm being asked to work with? But we don't have to go into the emergency room because someone is unhappy. If we have a friend that's having a hard time, doesn't mean we have to join them in the emergency room. Now just take a minute. You've been talking about the healing room and the emergency room, and I have too. Can you just kind of explain a little bit more about what you mean by the healing room and the emergency room. Okay, sure would. So we have an, an anatomic nervous system that is wired, and it's a, amazingly wired for survival. And it's there for us to use at any time during our life. It is there, right there, instantaneously. So it has two parts. The two parts are the parasympathetic, and I remember parasympathetic with the word paradise. That's the part of our nervous system that is the healing room. And we should be in the healing room in our life between 95 and 98% of our day should be in the healing room. And that's our parasympathetic uh, part of our nervous system. The other side of our nervous system is the sympathetic part of our nervous system. The sympathetic part is really a very important part of us because we're wired to survive. That's why we're all still here and we'll, why we'll continue to be here because that part of us is there when we need it. When we need to protect ourselves or our loved ones, we don't think, we just react. So if we're in any given situation where we're called to respond in a way that's helpful to ourselves or others, we immediately go into that place where we can do whatever we need. Well, what's actually happening at that moment? Well, what's happening is all the blood in our body is rushing out of our, our, our the part of us that is generally where places where it's circulating and it's going into the place that needs it. Where is that? Well, it's if we're in fight and flight, where is it going? It's going to our extremities and it's going to a place where we can either fight off something we can run, or if we need to freeze, that we can figure out a way to deal with the circumstances in the best uh, protective and survival way. And uh, what, does that, what does that do to our uterus, though? Or what does that do to our brain? What does that do you know, to our heart? Well, what happens is we create hormones so that everything works efficiently to fight off the, the, the danger but we're not thinking about it anymore. We don't, we, no, one, no one needs to know their name or uh, where they were born and where they're, uh, where they're living and you know, all these particulars when they're fighting off danger. They just, that energy goes right to dealing with the, the need. So we've all read stories of a mother picking up a car to free their child or something like that, or people who uh, dive in lakes and that people and know they could swim. That's because they were following that part of them that could help and they survived and whatever they needed to do, they did and they could do. Of course, everybody knows how to swim. Nobody, some people don't think they could swim, but everybody can swim. And so, so uh, what we know in hypnobirthing is that when 
we're in fight and flight and we're trying to have a baby, there's no blood in our uterus. So there's all the proper hormones that our blood would be bringing to the uterus are not present. And then a, a person has a lot of discomfort or they have the baby doesn't want to come out or there's uh, other circumstances that are created in their, their uh, care uh, facilities and so forth that are, are uh, actually making more of this fight and flight type experience. Whereas if we see our hypnobirthing moms and uh, our, our films, what we see is no matter where they're at, they might have cho chose to have the baby at home or in water or at the hospital or wherever, that they are had created the sacred space around them and that they are in this state of deep enduring relaxation and are very comfortable and they're th inside they have the visualizations they've been working on for weeks and weeks to prepare them for a positive birth they're look they're talking to their babies they're calling their babies out and they're enjoying the process. It's like, who would want to go on vacation and not enjoy vacation? Same thing with birth. Who wants to go have a birth and not enjoy it? This is like going on va va vacation. So let's, let's prepare ourselves, just like we'd prepare ourselves for a vacation. Let's prepare ourselves with the, the needed parameters and enjoy the process. And I mean, enjoy the process no matter the outcome. The outcome is contingent on that individual and that and the needs of that individual. So we prepare our moms and our parents to um, to work with their bodies and their minds and their spirit to just enjoy the process and to be awake and aware to deal with anything that comes to them. And you know that that affirmation about being prepared for whatever turn your labor takes that applies to life yes. you know <laughs> raising children you know there are a lot of un uncertainties and unplanned things so if you can have that mindset that you're just gonna you'll be ready for whatever exactly and uh that's why it's preparing us for now and for our life because it's something that we're really discovering inside of ourselves as a part of us that we can use you know uh, we make a big deal about education and education is definitely an important part of who we are but if we're only educated and it's only our left brain that is is uh working we can see now after decades of thinking that education was going to solve poverty or education is going to solve uh, problems in our schools or education is going to solve the relationships that people have in society. We see that it's only a part of the, of the solution. So we need a bigger solution and we're fine. Parenting, parenting definitely takes yes. heart. <laughs> It's not just, yeah, you've got to have that love, that commitment. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and how do you do that? I mean, again, I, I feel that we are, we are created to be able to do this. So it's not like we have to go out and get a degree or spend a lot of money on a, on a machine. And then we have to, you know, 
take a course that will teach us how to use a machine and all that stuff. I think it comes down to simplicity here. And one of the easiest things is just to being willing to be aware of what's working and what is not working in our lives. And as we, I, yes. Oh, go ahead. I, and you know, it's like one of those things that, um, that it's like when we have a child, right? You know, we had children where the child can't express itself. You know, the child has something going on, but it doesn't have the language to express that it is nervous or anxious about something. But you know, as a parent, there's something going on. So you have to be very creative to find out what's going on. You have to pay attention. It might not, might not find out that moment. It might take weeks to figure things out. And uh, what we do is we start to engage in a kind of um, solution-focused thinking and feeling that helps us to determine what's going on. And then before you know it, we're bringing in all that child's emotional well-being, aren't we? We're bringing in that child's um, mental and psychological well-being because we know that it's important. There's you know, another few layers of that human being, not just that it learned, goes to school and it's learned its ABCs and now it can read and now it's gonna go on to you know, medical school because it can do those things. Because one of the reasons why we're in this situation is because we've left out parts of us. Once we integrate those parts of us that we've left out, that, that holistic approach will help us to really relate to ourselves, each other, and our environment in a more profoundly helpful way. Then, my goodness, then whatever shows up, whether it looks like climate change or whether it looks like a, a problem that's happening in a school or whether it looks like a, a government issue, what happens is we are all these amazing minds and hearts that come together and we, we work together instead of separately to find solutions. And so that's so important. I, I actually- That is so, that is so, so powerful. And I am very intrigued. I want you to take some time to talk about the name of your company, A Woman's Way. I, there's just, that's just tender. <laughs> I love that. To me, you know, that's celebrating being a woman and being, taking joy in it, not trying to be something other than what we are. Yes. Tell me, how did you come up with that Well, name? it came to me, Emily. It really did. Um, I was um, in my, like I said, I was in my journey and my journey was to find a way to connect in the same way that I'm talking about. I had to walk my talk. I couldn't just say, I want to do this. I had to do what I needed to do so that I connected the parts of me and the, the interests that I had so they could reach out to others. And you know, it's, it's really such a blessing. It's an amazing blessing. And when you look at life as a blessing, then benevolence just shows up is what I, that's the way I feel. Yeah. So, um, a woman's way, uh, childbirth preparation and family, uh, service, uh, family support services is the name of my business because at first I thought I was going to be just helping women. Then I realized I'm helping women and babies. And I realized that dads like love my classes just as much as the moms. And I've had so many dads say, you know, like 
you know, they're in the, the second class and they told their uh, wife, the first class, oh, she'll never be able to hypnotize me. And by the second class, they'll say, oh my God, she did it. <laughs> you know, how did she do it? And so, and I'm not really doing anything. People are craving relaxation. They need it. It's yes. almost like food yes. for them. And once they get in a safe environment, they start to relax. Man, they love it. They just love it. Yes, so true. So true. So Phyllis, now tell us where you have your business in Florida, right? Yes. Well, my, my, I have really an international business because I can travel anywhere to do training, a certification training for hypnobirthing. So if there's anybody out there interested in hypnobirthing certification training, then contact me because uh, right now we're allowed to do it online and uh, probably, in a, I don't know if it's going to take us a few months to get back to normal, but I'm looking at it as being something that everything that's happening now is preparing us to get back to a better normal. So, Oh, I love that. I love that. Everything that's happening to us now is preparing us to get back to a better normal. Did you say yeah. to a better yeah. normal? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, hang your hope on yes. that one. Yes, because, All because right. that's, if, if, if it's a thought, it will manifest into reality for you. So let's have the thought that we want, not the thought that we don't want. That's very important. And that brings up the work that I do with parents and children, sleep talk. I just wanted to also let everybody know about that because you and I are going to be talking about that soon. When we're talking about integrating the emotional self with, the, with education, what we're doing is we're helping these these children and the, the sleep talk pro program is really for children around 18 months to about 16 years old. And what I do is I help parents talk to their children while they're sleeping instead of using an audio file like we we're talking about earlier so that when they're in a certain brainwave, I help the parents know what brainwave the child is in, that it's a, it's a, an auto an auto suggestion for the child and what we're doing is simply helping that child that has an inability to express themselves like an adult they can't understand how to say i'm anxious and i don't know why someone's bothering me at daycare or there's there's something going on at home and i don't understand it they can't say that so we don't need to know the problem what we do is give them unconditional love at this two or three minute time in every evening in this brainwave. And as soon as they start to integrate that, that uh, understanding that they're unconditionally loved, I mean, they're loved beyond measure, their behavior starts changing. How, how wonderful is that? And sometimes that's as far as we need to go. If there's a sibling rivalry or if there's a child that isn't yeah. doing well yeah. in school or if there's something going on where they're having uh, uh, anxiety issues or acting out or something like that, there are three levels. And if they, and if they need continuous help, we go on to level two and that um, identify other needs. And then on, on level three, we start to identify things that might be interfering in their environment. So, you know, there's, it's an incredible system. My good friend, Joan Golding in Australia started this program because of her daughter and uh, she, her husband 
is a hypnotist. So between her need and love for her daughter and her husband's understanding of hypnosis, they put this program together, which is absolutely a phenomenon. And all, all people should know this. Is this training available online? What I do, yes. What I do for parents is available online anywhere. So anybody that's interested in that, I can do through Zoom. I can help them to get started. There's a little bit of paperwork that we do just uh, to get started about, you know, finding out the age of the uh, child and their needs and things like that so that the parents and I can be on the same page. But the parents are the ones that implement the program. Yes. So if you think about it, this program is for the parents too. When you're saying that you love your child and then, and then the child hears that from, with this, you know, this attention in a brainwave that is fully attentive, there's this connection that the parent and the child makes that's just profoundly helpful in their relationship. And, and all of this information is available on your website. And I'll have the yes. link on my page so they can find out about the sleep talk sleep talk program and th this is thank you phyllis this is such valuable valuable information it's my pleasure it really is it's a blessing it's a it's a blessing to me to be able to share this the work that i do is something that is uplifting and rewarding for me and so for me to share it is even better <laughs> oh awesome well Phyllis, thank you so much for your time, and I'm glad you were able to join us, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much, and blessings to all. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening.